Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Jim. I'm totally here. Totally. And your, and your co-host, Spaz. Hello. Sadly, Hunter was not able to join us tonight. I hope he's having a relaxing evening off. And uh, joining us uh, from all the way over in London, it's the middle of the night, his time, which is... Really, I, again, I really appreciate this. Um, David, okay, uh, Strachan? Strachan? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, Dave Strachan. Uh, oh, wow, great. Uh, David Strachan, who is working on the currently kickstarting co-op uh, ex- combat game Undercrude. Um, yeah, thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's, it, it's, it's my oh. pleasure. I've drunk a lot of coffee to stay up uh, this late, so I'm really worried that, you know, half an hour, an hour's time, I'm going to need a toilet break. I've been yeah. drinking a lot, too. <laughs> you know what? Coffee. You know what? It's it's fine. We've actually... Uh, I, think the, I think about a month ago, we had, for the very first time, both uh, our guest and I took a bathroom break at the same time. Unplanned. Uh, it just needed to happen. So it's not unprecedented now. <laughs> Um, but let's start out by talking about the game, and then, oh, by the way, folks, uh, we're actually going to be playing this game in a little bit. We're going to be playing it live, so if, uh, you might have a better time listening to the YouTube, or watching the YouTube in a little bit, because you might have a better, we're going to try and describe what's going on on the screen and whatnot, but it still might be better to watch on the video. Just saying. Um, but let's start off with the game itself. Now, um... How would you, what would your elevator pitch for this game be, David? So I guess um, it looks a bit like FTL. So that's what people immediately jump to. But uh, you're on your little spaceship with uh, three of your friends, so four of you, and you're running around controlling this spaceship. So it's a cooperative game. It's online, playing with your friends, and, uh, you know, there'll be a a story to go through. And, um, you know, the rooms do different things. and. Potentially, each person will be taking on different roles. You'll have the captain driving the ship. You might have a weapons guy using weapons, shield guy using shields. Um, yeah, actually all controlling the same spaceship. Right. Yeah, is there an engineer character? Because it would be neat to see somebody running around banging on stuff with a hammer. I don't think there are separate characters. I think you run to a... Um you run to a repair room. Oh, so just whoever's in the room would... Yeah, yeah. there's not like a captain and an engineer and oh, So whatnot. it's like, th- this room's on fire, it's not like you have to run over there and put it out. You go to the repair station. I think just- so. Is that how... I'm pretty sure. Is that how it works, David? Have we lost David? Unlock tree. Oh, there you go. Uh, sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah no. Oh, sorry, uh... Yeah, there's an unlock tree. So all of the couches are the same, but um, you can unlock new rooms to add to your ship. And uh, we will look at the skill tree later, but it's like a, a big circle. And um, all of the like engineering ones are kept together. All of the weapons ones are kept together. So you might want to specialize in unlocking shields, for example. Um, and your friend might want to specialize in unlocking weapons. But that doesn't mean that you can't use the weapons and you can't use the shields. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, 
like it's basically if you're in the room, then then you're gonna proc whatever ability that room has, so you don't have to be physically present like where the ship is damaged to repair it. You, you're just in the repair station, and that repairs the ship everywhere yes. at a constant. Okay. So at the moment, there's a uh, one room to repair them, and it actually spawns some little uh, droids to actually go and fix the rooms for you. Oh, okay. Which are adorable, by the way. <laughs> they are so cute. Uh, now, folks. Yeah, have you, sorry, go ahead. Have, have you seen that game? Uh, the sh- is it shortest path to Earth? I think it was. Shortest it's the one. Trip. It's a game that short. Yeah, shortest trip to Earth or whatever. Um, because it's a game that that kind of looks like this. It's a modular ship, and you actually build the ship. But all the guys running around in the ship are AI. It, but what's neat is they actually have to carry ammunition from the storage to the guns and repair things from the repair room out to wherever the ship is broken and stuff. So you end up with like a little ant farm on the ship with like a hundred little guys running around. So Potentially, we might do something like that, especially with like the energy. I, I love the idea of actually having to like. Uh, someone logistically move energy to one room. You know, this room's using up too much energy. We have to get it from the batteries to this room. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it kind of looks like uh, it, it's almost like they're shoveling coal into the furnace, <laughs> you know, but they're carrying <laughs> batteries, things. But yeah, yeah it's, or it's maybe kind it's of like a emergency look. power kind of thing where you're yeah. you're trying to boost a system by bringing extra power to it. So if if you have multiple crew in a room, does that uh, does that make that room perform more, or is no. it just one? Okay, one person per room. Yeah, and the- uh, it's it's four players, and there's going to be four of us. And when we play later, you know, we will. I'm sure we'll take on roles. You know, one person will want to be captain and have the nice fluffy hat, and he'll drive the ship around. And one person will be on guns, or maybe two people on guns. Um, you know, one person on shields and one person on engineering. Yeah, you kind of have to have that. Um, yeah, you kind of have to have that kind of um, delegation in order to survive. It seems. Yeah, yeah. is the dam is the damage location based? Like, if I if I get hit in a particular room, that's the room that's going to be that's going to yeah. get blown out. Yes, so that makes a, like building the ship really interesting because you know if you want to put your weapons on the outside so that they're close to the enemies and you can hit them better, well. Your weapon's also going to be hit first. Um, so, you know, you've got all those thoughts about tactically designing your ship. Do you want to keep all the weapons together or spread them apart? Um, yeah. Now, do you actually get to design the hull, or you have a hull that has a set amount of room spaces, and then you just choose which rooms actually populate it? Yeah, well, there's a there's a few ships in the game at the moment, uh, you know, and each with different... Uh, layouts different stats um and also different ways of walking around so some of them are more spread out some have the rooms closer and that makes it quite interesting you know do you want something that's more convenient uh, to run around or are you quite happy to have like a stronger ship but actually it's harder to get between the rooms okay yeah i was playing with the uh, ai earlier <clears throat> and it was neat watching them run around i i, I steered a little bit and then i ran to a weapon room and but they were pretty decent at um, taking control at at the what needed to be you know dealt with at that moment. And right now, folks, we're watching an autoplay mode in which the game's AI will learn as it plays. Can you uh, elaborate on that, David? Yeah. So uh, 
this part of the story is, um, you know, there's an accident that happens right at the start and it kills off everyone apart from four crew. So there's four crew left and um, you and your friends control those four people. But I was well aware that you can't always get a group of four people together. Sometimes you're three or sometimes you just want to play by yourself. Um, so I knew I had to write AI that would control the other um, the other people on the ship. And we all know it's not fun when you've got AI on your team and you're watching them and they're doing something stupid. They're not where you want them to be. You know, they're, they're playing suboptimally. And you're like, why are you over there? Um, so rather than writing loads of code that, desi- that decides what the AI should be doing, I wrote code that actually learns and it evaluates the situation. And the first time it runs, it will just try random things. So, uh, for example, let's say there's like three enemies and the shields are low and one of your teammates is dead and some rooms are damaged. Well, it's just going to say, well, shall I try using the shields? And the next time I say, well, it's the same situation, but I'm going to try the guns this time. And what it will do is it will compare how well it did. So in future times that the games run, it will actually know, well, the guns were more effective. So I'm going to use those this time. And for me, that was far easier than actually writing AI that would say like, oh, if there's four enemies and the shields are low, you need to go and do this. It was far easier just to be like, well, I'll just write AI that learns how to react. And I, I got to say, I like in this autoplay mode, you can hit the space bar and like watch the AI debugging as it happens. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I... I'd actually forgot that I'd left that in. So, uh, yeah, that would be really interesting. And it would it would actually say what it's prioritizing at the moment. Um, I don't actually have the stream up, which I should, so I can see your screen. Um, but, yeah, it will say, like, at the moment I'm prioritizing, uh, you know, keeping the shields alive and destroying enemies or something like that. And I'm ne- going to ne- neglect my friend's health or, you know, those kind of things. <laughs> Yeah, apparently right now the uh, AIs decide to care about uh, the enemy is attacking and driving the ship and neglecting its own health. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that might work. You know, you, uh, yeah. you find something stupid like, you know, risking its life to go and use the guns and stuff uh, rather than heal itself, you know, is likely to be a, a good thing to do in some situations. It, I mean, apparently it seems to be working. I mean, right now it's got, it's it's just killing left and right. You know, one guy on guns. It looks like you have one guy on uh, repair. Maybe it's hard, kind of hard to tell. Oh yeah, no, and two guys who are just standing there right now. Let's have a look. I should have been organized and actually pulled the stream up before we started. That's totally fine. Don't want to overload your bandwidth. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like how, because there's a, uh, you, um, you can play by yourself, which is really nice. Now, um, how long have you guys been working on this game? Uh, so, um, about six months. Um, oh, wow. wow. Yeah. And really? a month of that was spent doing Kickstarter and a month of that was spent setting up Steam. Uh, so, you know your time gets eaten up pretty quickly. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, uh, just in case we haven't mentioned folks, this game is on Kickstarter. Uh, how is that going by the way? How how do you think that's going so far? At the moment, it's a little bit behind target. Uh, it's still got 
32 days. I think I should have checked that beforehand. 34. 34. Um, and so, yeah, I I picked a time when there's like uh, school holidays and public holidays that were on. Uh, I don't know if that's going to help or hinder me. Uh, also, uh, I don't know. I, I don't have a huge community behind the uh, the game at the moment. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, yeah. yeah. So what's what's your funding target? Uh, Five thousand pounds. So that's going to be about seven thousand dollars. Maybe yeah, that's a bit not, more. That's not- yeah, that's quite reasonable. That's quite oh, yeah. reasonable, yeah. It, it's totally achievable. Yeah, totally. And the yeah, the problem is um there's there is some Kickstarter fatigue, I think, right now, which isn't helping anybody. I mean there mm. have been some fairly high profile uh Kickstarter disasters. You know Yeah, but I think whenever you when you compare that to the scope and the level of funding Right, because it's like this has a very high percentage of getting made. The things that want a million dollars, probably not. I think that um, if you're making a game like two years ago, putting it on Kickstarter was like the meta. Like that's what you had to do, either for marketing or for the money. Right. Yeah, it was pretty much much like uh, if you were on Steam, it was success guaranteed, and mm. it's you know if you're on Kickstarter, it's guaranteed. And now neither, because the, those markets have saturated, and well, we know what Steam looks like now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. I I gotta give props to anyone who wants to be a game developer right now because it is, it is amazing, but it's also horribly difficult. <laughs> it's tricky. I'm talking to developers all the time, and yeah, yeah even, even Steam's not an enjoyable place to be. Oh no! I mean, the I mean, in in some ways, it's the best time to be a game developer due to all the tools available, due due to all the digital distribution platforms, G- GOG, Origin, Steam, especially. But it's also like the worst time because there's so many games coming out. How do you get attention? You know, how do you get how do you get eyes on? You know, it's it's just insanely frustrating sometimes uh, to see these hardworking game developers like you and like a lot of the developers we have on just struggle to get recognition for their awesome games. We've had a lot of awesome games on this show that deserves more that deserve more love than they get. You know, so it's just very frustrating. Also, it's good that um, making games is very accessible at the moment. So if people yeah. do have quirky ideas, you know, we get to play them. And, you know, as a player myself, I, I do enjoy that aspect as well. Oh, yeah, especially when you're talking about a specific genre that kind of died, like this one, for a while. If it wasn't for indie developers like you and so many others, the genre might still be dead, except for Elite. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> Elite. Uh, but thanks to... Uh, the availability of the tools, as you mentioned, there are all these great space games coming out, like yours and so many others, uh, which is a blessing and a curse, <laughs> really. <laughs> it's like, it's so great, but oh my god, there's so much to keep track of. There's so much competition. <sighs> yeah, seven, over 7,000 games were released on Steam just last year. Wow. Yeah, 
how do you how does anyone I mean every day I spend uh every day I spend at least a half an hour going through upcom- upcoming and new release lists you know just to yeah, see you what's know coming up what I've found that cuts my time way down is I I don't like metacritic for much of any reason no but if you go there and you look at PC games and then pending releases or recent releases, uh, it will show you absolutely everything that came out on Steam. Oh. And so so it gives you a one-stop shop. You can just get a large list of, of like all the junk <laughs> without having to struggle too much. Does it show stuff besides Steam, like GOG or Itch or anything like that? Um, I'm not just, sure. I don't just, think it shows Itch, but... It, it's where, whatever they do to populate their platform. I'm sure they're not doing it by hand. It should show itch. <laughs> to be perfectly yeah, itch, itch is becoming more and more of a force because at the point where like Steam is more like a mobile app store now, you know, the signal to noise is really bad. So I think that indies uh, being seen on Steam is not necessarily a, a success. Uh, guarantee anymore so it's it's i think indies are gonna like kind of indie up in their own space again and and maybe hopefully we'll start driving more traffic through itch god i hope so because there are a lot of great games on itch that aren't steam yet and yeah i feel if there was some sort of an affiliate program where you could get even like one percent of sales it would be worth it to me to set up a curated site it's just like here. Here's a site with good things, no garbage. And if you buy it through us, you get we get one percent. Well, that's what Steam. That's what Steam is relying on more and more. They're putting more on the shoulders of curators and reviewers. Yeah, but there's no incentive for me to do that if I'm not getting paid, right? I'm saying I would actually create an external site that would just link into Steam then, or whatever. Um, but like if you uh, if you go to uh, Humble Bundle or Good Old Games, right? Like Humble Bundle is a good example because they're a Steam front end um, because they sell nothing that isn't a Steam key, right? But when you go there, um, they're they're selling you know Steam keys, and it's not like all the trash is on there because you they actually vet their stuff before they let you in. And I haven't actually been through that process. Uh, anybody that wants to educate us about what that's like, uh, trying to get. Humble Bundle to actually put you on their site. That would be interesting to hear. Because, uh, you know, there's there's like the whole shower with your dad thing and poop in your soup, and that, that stuff's just not there. So it's like, okay, they're weeding it out somehow. Which I think is just what needs to happen, because otherwise visibility for good things is terrible. Yeah, something needs to happen. Anyway, let's let's, let's move on to a happier note <laughs> and actually play this. What do you guys think? Right. All right. That so sounds good. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna boot up. Um, all right, here we go. So yeah, folks. Th- again, this is on Kickstarter, um, and it's it's really you'll see once we play it. It's really simple to get into. It's basically the WASD keys. That's it. Oreo yeah, keys, I guess, and that's it. Well, I wanted to use the uh, really simple keys uh, for loads of reasons. Like, because it's a four-player game, if you can fit four friends around the same keyboard, it actually already works. Yeah, um, oh. you know, it, it works great on game pads. Um, 
Yeah, and you can have like two people on one keyboard and then play over the internet with some friends who have two people on their keyboard. Um, oh, that's great. So I, I really wanted to bring back some of that like couch co-op kind of play. Yes, love couch co-op. I'll have to test this over the Steam link. See how well that works. Yeah, uh, so I've done the same and putting it on a TV was absolutely fantastic with little uh, uh, Steam controllers. It's uh, brilliant. And I have to say, even as a pre-alpha, because it runs on Unity, it's fairly stable. I was able to put it in a window and dynamically resize it. That's that's how it's being streamed right now. No problem. That's because it's not Unity. It's actually written in GameMaker. Oh, I thought it said said Unity when I launched it. Uh, No, um, I think it says uh, Dave and Dex made a game. Oh, my God. I must be getting my game. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I think I am getting my games confused. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I feel like an idiot. So how how anyway. have you find how have you found the network code to be in Game Maker? Is it pretty intuitive uh, to use, or just struggle with it? So um, you have to write it um, all kind of like uh, raw. You have to be sending like packets and stuff. Um, but actually, it's really easy once you've kind of like learned how to do um, networking. Once you understand the concept concept of how games do networking then actually you just write it like any other code. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty easy. Okay, cool. All right. So how do we do this? I'm going to hit online. Yeah, you- so if you click online and then uh, you can just start inviting us. All right. Uh, so be, uh, click online and then invite. Uh, Jim, you got to get out of Pixar. Come on, man. Yeah. No, I'm in both, man. It's happening. Okay. Well, I'm going to send you an invite. Hope it works. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna end. What day? We what should you- definitely say this is such an early build. Um, oh, super early, me, super early. It's gonna crash. Brian, yeah, me and Brian discussed if it should be uh, shown or not, and I thought that you know, it's more interesting if we have something to show you rather than just talking about it abstractly. Um, but yeah, like I said, it really only has like four months of work on it. Dave, what's your um? Uh, I'm Mr. Dave. Um, oh. Actually, I can I can see. So I can just do join game, and uh, I'll load in. There you go. Because um, all of the um, lobby systems oh. done on the Steam party system. So you just right click your friends and click join. So oh, um, that worked I great. Asked, I, I asked for an invite, but I knew I didn't actually need one. I could just join you because you had an open party. <laughs> I was I was looking for I was looking for Dave, not Mr. Dave. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm going to start the match. Yeah. I I have the first crash. I win. Have, have you? You've yeah. crashed. Yep. But I've had it running for a long time in the background too, so maybe that's why. Oh, may, maybe you're already in a, a party. There is actually a small bug where you can be like in multiple parties. Uh should we just uh back out no, then? That's it's cool. I'll 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 just rejoin. Oh. Cuz he sent he sent me an invite. And I was trying to join on him, so I will just redo that. Because hey, I actually backed out when I said that, and now I might not be able to join. Early access. Yeah, my my uh, join game is grayed out now. Yeah, because uh, so. the uh, the match has started already. Uh, oh, okay. So if you could just back out to the main menu. Right. Okay. And then I'll it try again. Sort itself out. Yeah. All right. So I started the match again. 
if you guys can see it. Yeah, joint game. There, that okay. worked. That worked. All right. I have taken push to talk off because <laughs> I didn't realize I realized I was talking and not putting my pedal down. So I just all right. Let's start the match. Here we go. Now we have all these different types of ships. Wow. You got six ships here. Let's start with the simple one. Let's start with the Enterprise one. Yeah. And actually, you can go to the ones that are grayed out. You can see some of the uh, the ones that I've been prototyping, oh. showing, you know, uh, you know, trying out different styles, you know, making sure it's balanced, making sure it's fun to play. <laughs> um, and you can see some of my art suddenly creeping in. <laughs> These big black and white drawings. I really like this asymmetrical design here. All right, let's let's start with the Enterprise one. So let's see, we need a shield, and um, we need a bridge, and we need um, a shell gun. Let's see, rapid fire gun. Let's do that, and then we'll do a laser, and then we'll do energy two energy chargers. Is there any limit on how? Much I can yeah, put so on. It says, a... it says just above in the header, so like zero of two, zero of two, um, and then oh, the I right see it, side, I see it. Yeah, okay. It, it says like what it recommends, so right. it still recommends a um, a room to repair them. So that's the repair drones uh, and a medic. So um, some of the rooms we've got is you know there's the holographic medic uh, which you can activate and he'll go around healing your your team or a medibay which you just uh, you stand in to be healed. And I'm guessing some of these... Oh, yeah, they do use energy, uh, have different energy usage. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And you got to use the energy chargers to make energy. Yeah. Uh, I see. All right, let's start. All right, so I'm going to go to the bridge and start moving things. There we so, go. Woo-hoo-hoo! In a proper pre-alpha game, uh, I've actually been logged out as well. So, oh, no! <laughs> I know. I can't believe it. Are you guys in? Are you guys in the game at all? No, it has left me at the. Uh, I see my team, which is the three right. of us. Uh, I don't see Spaz though, and then uh, it says waiting for host. So maybe it froze. Yeah, it shows. Yeah. It shows the team here. I see the three of you and waiting for host. So I'm stuck at that menu. Oh man, early access, folks. Oh, yeah, man. this is pre-alpha, so yeah. don't judge it on that. Yeah, I pre- think I know what's happened is uh because we were doing the um the autoplay mode uh first it actually put us in like a, a dodgy party so uh, if you could just like i'll quit the game have a, yeah yeah a, a fresh party um got it i uh, i'm on it early access uh, ladies and gentlemen early <laughs> access this is what happens when you play an early access game and we're back I'll just do full screen now, because why not? Uh, online. All right, so I've started. A ma- I've I've I've, uh, I've created the lobby. So I guess you guys can try again. Trying to load in. Okay, we got Dave. We got Spaz. Okay, we're all here. Let's start the match. And now we'll. Cool. So build- now we can all see the the gray page, and we can all see our my, the mouse moving as well. Oh, I can see your mouse is moving. Oh, that's really yeah, neat. Oh. So, so can we... This was my first guess, is because we should be able to see each other. Oh, look at that. The ship. 
Look yeah. at that. You can see each other. You can actually all – I was going to ask about this earlier, but I got a little distracted making – putting the ship together. Um, but you can all – you can all um, say like, well, I want that and be like, no, I don't want that. Because, <laughs> I mean, part of the, the teamwork in the game is actually deciding between you how you want the ship to look. You know, uh, if – like we said, if one person's dealing with just the weapons, you know – he might want to say, like, look, I want the weapons over here. Or, you know, I'd like to keep these rooms close to each other. Yeah. So, and actually, I don't know if you guys were just randomly dragging things over. That's actually a pretty solid design for a ship, I think. I was not, I was not randomly. All right. Are we all here? Are we all here? Oh, it looks like we are. It looks yeah. like we are. So, yeah, is there, is there any sort of, um, like, energy limit to the ship? Like yes. if, if I if I was going to have this component that I need to, like, you know, like I couldn't put the best of everything. Right? Someone get to weapons, please. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the energy is in the uh, the bottom right corner, um, and there are some items that require you to have uh, that give you more energy, um, but it's mostly that things just burn up energy. So uh, some of the better rooms, like the lasers, uh, actually we don't have any like high-energy um, items on this ship. But, yeah, things like the uh, oh boy. Uh, the lasers just deplete your energy so quickly. Uh, so if you want to have that style of ship, then you'd actually need to agree with each other. Like, someone's going to have to like, really seriously look after the energy on the, uh, on right, the ship, the energy right. levels. Right. I'm going to go and repair some of these rooms because I think we've already taken a... A wee bit of damage. How can you t- how can you uh, see the damage? Oh, I see. Okay, I so see. They get little cracks around them, and if they get more seriously damaged, they'll start like sirens will go off. And uh, oh, I see. Yeah, the shield room is damaged. I see it now. Yeah. So I wanted to keep the user interface really minimal. So like the enemies don't have any health bars. You actually have to see the damage on them. You know, the rooms themselves don't have any health bars. You actually have to. Uh, to look, because, well, firstly, I didn't want to make anything very cluttered, but also, uh, because you've got a team of people playing, you should be able to coordinate between you, like, look, kill this ship, this one's got low health, or we're really damaged over here, you know, we need someone to repair these rooms. Right. This is really fun. So, uh, right now, we just have this uh, survival mode in the game, in which it's just waves upon waves of enemies but eventually more is planned uh what what can you what can you tell us about the content that you plan on integrating so i mean this is all to do with the the kickstarter as well and what i'd love to do is have a like a a full campaign with uh you know cut scenes and a story i've got quite a nice uh, story written um but obviously like that requires like animators and that kind of thing Oh, uh, so, while uh, like defeating waves of enemies is quite fun for a while, it doesn't have like a long term pool. Yeah, yeah, like you want to do something else. Like you want to have actual like missions where you actually do things. Oh, the repair drones! Yay, little tanks, little tankies. <laughs> They're so cute. <laughs> okay. So we're doing quite well at the moment. There's a few enemies around. The shields are getting pretty bust up, though. Yeah. It, I'm not sure how much... 
right? Oh, yeah, Beastman. He did say that. Um, whoops, whoops, whoa, whoops. Beastman. Yeah, he did say that. Um, he's been working on this for four months. Mm. It's, it's pretty impressive. I mean, besides yeah. that one bug we ran, yeah. Besides that one bug we ran into. Uh, oh, thank you, Beastman. They just backed to the four-player level. Thank you so much. Oh, um, what a dude. Legend over there. I, I sound like we're doing a pledge drive. Thank you so much for your pledge. We will uh, we'll be sending you your toad bag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need we need a sound effect of, like, phones ringing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you, if you, pl- if you pledge at the $20 level, you not only get the tote bag, the cookbook, and the collector's pin... <laughs> <laughs> you also get this VHS cassette of Liberace's greatest hits. <laughs> I used to watch those things when I was a kid. They were so weird. I don't know who's on guns, but they're doing a good job of bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah, who's on guns? I can't really oh, tell. Me. Oh, good job. So, uh, it's not actually just me uh, working on the game. I have... Uh, uh, an artist called Dex. I mean, we saw what my art looked like earlier with the uh, black and white ships. Right. Uh, so he's he's the guy that's uh, that's drawn everything so far. <laughs> yeah, and I like how, like, I wouldn't call the art cute, but it is stylish for being top-down 2D art. Like, these little ships here that are flying under us right now have a lot of little flare, a lot of flare to them, and these biological ships, um, like with all their little pustules and their little um, little fangs, I guess. Game over. Yeah. Why is the game over? Yeah. All went to zero. So uh, we, we just ran out oh. of uh, so, uh, I mean, There's no game over screen at the moment. Obviously, that's right. not the final game over screen. Right. Uh, right. So if we want to. Uh, Back out and uh, so if you just whack escape, um, back out to the menu, and we can try a different, uh, a different spaceship. Let's, let's try a different ship. I'm for some reason I don't know if this is a bug, but I'm listed twice on the team. Oh, I see myself uh, twice on my screen as well. Interesting. I see myself twice as well. So, All right. Uh, well, let's see what be... happens. Let's see what happens. So we're yeah, going to start a match. Know, okay. I, let's... I can still. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, yeah. We seem to be good. Let's try a different ship. Yes. Yeah, so... So this is like a more engineering ship. Like the rooms are quite nice to get between. Uh, it's it's quite slow, but it's got more HP. Uh, right. So let's use some of these like high powered. So we've already got a bunch of energy chargers on. So let's grab some like uh, some of these high energy like laser weapons. Oh right. Can I have one laser beam? But you can have two. Oh, spray and pray. I like that. Well, let's put that over here. Oh, where'd that go? Okay, let's put spray and pray over there. And uh, we definitely need a shield. No shield. Oh, so we also we already got the shield. And we have a bridge, and we have a medic, and we have the repair drones. Oh, somewhere I put the. Whoa. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, you you dragged it off. Whoops. So if you want to remove them so you can just drag them off and they kind of explode. Oh, that's kind of Now, in, in theory, uh, maybe we can run with two drone rooms. Yeah, we can definitely try that. And so, after the Kickstarter, what I'd like to do is have one level finished to, like, a really high standard 
so I can start balancing things because uh, you were saying about having two drone rooms. Like, is that going to be overpowered? Is it going to, you know, uh, unbalance the game? Uh, and I'll be really interested to know, like, if people go for like uh, a repair heavy ship, uh, you know, is that going to be balanced? You know, mm. if they're a, a hardcore gaming group taking it really seriously, is it going to be <laughs> overbalanced, or uh, they might be a casual group? Yeah, you know, and does it work for them as well? Uh, so it's going to be quite tricky to make sure that you know ships work for everyone. Oh, oh I got a crash. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, no. fatal. Yeah, Fatal error in action error action number one. All right, well that's fine. Let's uh, uh we'll give that another go then. <laughs> hang on, I will give me one second, folks. I'm going to just uh, I hang on. I'm just going to paste that for you in the. Oh, there you go. Lovely guy. Well, you know, it, it 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 gave me the option to copy, so I figured it would be helpful. All right, let's start the game again. Early access again, ladies and gentlemen. This is very insanely, stupidly early access. So do not judge the game. Yeah, pre-alpha. You can't really Internet, you can't really yeah. judge harshly when it's pre-alpha. Mm. Yeah, internal pre-alpha. So like, yeah, it's version zero point three point two. So super early. FYI, yeah. um, and actually, the the point two is important because uh, I actually had to put some menuing in just for you guys. You are the uh, the most number of people I've had playing this game simultaneously. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to have to put some uh, actual interface in so you can see what's uh, what's happening at the side. Okay. All right. So we got Jim. Uh, and and so uh, is this game maker that it just it just integrates with Steam or did you have to do something special for that? Um, so um, getting the um, the Steam lobby systems are a little more tricky, but uh, there's uh, uh, there are some extensions and stuff that you can uh, can use to do that. So it's all pretty easy to do, uh, like Steam games, you know, Steam lobbies. Uh, once you know how. Right. Okay. I want to see what the spinner does. There we go. <laughs> so the spinner's a weapon that I really like. You get uh, these three Ooh. shots, and uh, they come out, and they'll get faster and faster. And the further away the enemy is, the more damage it does. Uh, oh, that's pretty great. <laughs> that is pretty great. So besides fighting, is there like, is there plan is there exploration in the game? Like, what other things do you have planned in the game? Uh, okay, so there's lots of different like mission types, and it might not be um, all fighting, but most of it's going to be done when you're under attack at least. So uh, you might have to like um, go around collecting um, like um, um, what are those capsules? Like escape pods. Um, you know, while you're under attack, or you might have to defend places. Um, but th- it's not really going to be any exploration, because... Uh, so, what the story is, because I guess that's going to be quite interesting, is uh, you're... As I said, you know, the game starts just after a, a bigger um, problem on the ship that's killed off all the crew, apart from the four people left. And uh, you want to continue with your mission. 
so the story's going to be about learning what the mission was about, um, and also there's going to be some other quirks. So um, everyone on the ship is actually a clone, so part of the story is going to be finding out, like, well, why is everyone a clone? And, you know, what was the original mission? And uh, so it's actually going to be not about exploration, but it's actually going to be taking you through the story of the uh, the mission. Uh, okay. I like how someone has to be steering. That's pretty... That's well, okay, so what's happened here is we've had a power cut. Oh, no! I was using too much of laser, too many laser guns. Oh, no, what uh, do we do? They will come back in just a second, but oh, uh, no. it now makes me think that uh, I should have been paying attention. There we go. Oh, no. right, I'm going to get some more. Get someone some get more power. <laughs> someone get on the guns. Um, oh. I say get on the drones. We need two people on drones real fast. All right, all right, all right. Oh my god. Oh no, how do I get over there? Oh no. Uh, oh. Wow. <laughs> that was nowhere near. That that was pretty brutal. That uh, was brutal. Wow. Let's try that again. So, I guess so there's no sound. Um yeah. And um there will be like warnings that we would have get got prompted. Uh, I actually took the sound out because uh the the sound I've got is like placeholder, it won't be in the final game. Right. And uh also if it's being broadcast I didn't want like um uh, you know uh non commercial music to be Yeah, I probably I would have I would have turned it off anyway, so it works out. I would have turned the sound off probably anyway, or at least turned it way down. So it works out fine. All right, let's try let's try this ship. Let's try this crazy looking thing. Uh, this is my favorite one. Really? Ooh, I, right. I I don't know why. I really like the design. Also, uh, I I see them as being like little groups of rooms, so that uh, I don't know. I don't want people to be like selfish over their rooms, but I quite like the idea that people be like, oh, these are my three rooms. Uh, I'm going to do like I'm going to look after the energy. I'm going to do it really well. But I'm going to use these three uh, rooms in this corner. Right. <laughs> Alright, let's get some energy in this mofo right here. One thing to consider with this build is putting passive rooms maybe in the less accessible places, the less easy to access places, just so that we don't have to worry about running to them in yeah. order to activate something. I dig uh, that. Now we're thinking with portals, yeah. And yeah, actually the... The boosters would not be a good idea because that drained our energy way too fast last time. Yep, they use up a bit of energy. And just walking over it triggered it, which meant that to get to other rooms, you were triggering it when we didn't need it. So I've put a big battery room in that corner where it was because that's a passive room. Uh, so we never need to actually walk into that corner. And it just means that we have a bit more power reserves. Uh, so we're definitely going to need uh, medic and shields. So on the right side in yellow, um, I've just put some little recommended, uh, like Overwatch style. You know, I quite like how it says, too many snipers, not enough healers. So, uh, and uh, what do we want, a holographic medic or a medibay? Or a cloning Ooh. room. So if one of us dies, they just get printed out a new version of themselves. There's a cloning room? Where's that? Yeah. 
I don't even see it. So it's right near the bottom. I see the damage up. I see the holographic medic. I see the meta bay. I see the repair. I just added it. Oh. Oh, it's a very colorful ship. All right, let's give it a shot. All right. I'll oh, God, no. Son of a... Okay, I actually know what's happening. It's um, it's whenever we're in a party for the second time. That's why it didn't work on the first time we tried, because uh, the game had already been played. And this was actually the code I put in this morning uh, to get ready for this podcast. So it's actually my fault for trying to, uh, like, do live coding. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> That's totally a, understandable. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's totally understandable. It's going to happen. Another game. Uh, on the menu, there's a crew skill tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking Should at that. I was looking at that earlier. So, I brought it up when you were talking about it earlier. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa. So what made me think is that because I had the cloning room because I've unlocked it. So at the moment, because it's development, there's infinite skill points. And oh. I've actually unlocked the cloning room, which is one of the bottom ones. And um, I always see this as like a, a Path of Exile style skill tree where, you know, they had a, a big, big skill tree. But, um, you know, you could work around the tree uh, so, like, all of the shield um, things or anything to do with looking after the ship is in the bottom corner. Um, you know, all of the guns are the red ones on the left. And then where they join, you get, like, uh, interesting, um, like, combinations of the two. So it's not in the game yet, but one of the rooms that's going to be between the shields and the weapons is a tractor beam that holds the enemy in place. So I kind of saw that as it's a bit defensive, but... Allows the, allows you to kind of attack them. Uh, so yeah, in in between the kind of uh, four quadrants are kind of like a mixture of the two. I like that. I like this. So they're all connected in their own way. I I dig that. I'm just yeah. click. I'm just clicking every one of these. Just un- unlock it all. Just unlock it all. And, yeah, uh, I'm unlocking so, so everything. So what I'm guessing is it created some sort of desync error because we don't have the same rooms unlocked. Oh, uh, that's actually a really good point. Yeah. So everyone uh, unlock everything. <laughs> uh, so this is why I was also saying earlier that um, all of the players are the same, um, but you know different people in the group might have unlocked different rooms. Uh, so that's kind of how you're able to kind of like customize how you want to play um, while still say, but while uh, you know still staying the same on the actual ship. <laughs> all right, I have unlocked everything. Uh, you missed one, Brian. Did I? Where? Yeah, uh, just north of the skill tree. It's the third one up above it. Ah, right. got it. Thank you. Good eye. Holy crap. <laughs> I didn't even see that. I was watching the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Good eye. Thank you. Uh, I think I got everything else just fine. Yeah, all right. I unlocked everything. I'm going to... So I created a party, so... Right, come, come so, so how do you unlock the skills? Is it um? Oh, I haven't actually totally decided yet. So, um, I kind of know that I'd like people to. Okay, so first off, there's about 150 rooms at the moment. Not all of them are implemented, um, and I guess I want people to unlock like 30 rooms in like one playthrough. playthrough. So I don't know if I'm going to give them like a bunch of skill points at the start and then like one or two skill points after every level. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll like dot them around levels so people have to go and find them. Um, yeah, I, I think that actually it's going to be really interesting uh, trying to work out how do people progress through the skill tree. Right, yeah. Well, one thing that might be interesting would be you travel over these planets and galaxies and, and as you as you explore, you see uh, was found by, you know, you, uh, you or, or Dex named as... Yeah. So if you find a new one, maybe that earns you skill points. Or maybe just one skill point, just for finding a new one that someone hasn't discovered before. Yeah. So, so what okay. about if it was a thing, there are skill things that are floating out in space, and you have a you have to have a room that's like a science lab, and if you fly over to it, somebody has to run into the science lab to actually unlock it for everybody. I mean, they're all really good ideas. I just want to point out that I'm not like the most egotistical person in the world. So those pop-ups, I I would like to um, eventually fill with Kickstarter backers' names. So, um, you know, when you actually go over a planet, it will actually say, like, planet discovered by, and then the name of someone that backed the game on Kickstarter. What if, what if the, all the Kickstarter backers are actually frozen corpses that you can find in space? <laughs> oh, actually, I wish I'd have thought about that. If I'd have done that, uh, I'd have definitely implemented that. You still you can. You still, yeah, there's, there's still time. <laughs> you still can. There's nothing stopping you from. Inter- as far as I know, there's nothing stopping you. You're a game man. Nothing stopping you at all from implementing that. Jim, if you well, want, I would have to. Do- Good. Sorry. You know, I'd have to do both because one of the pledge levels was, you know, getting a, a planet named after you. So um, I, I wouldn't want to remove that. So if I did anything else, it would have to be. Uh, as well as right like maybe put it at the same tier but you can choose either whether you want a planet or an escape pod like Jim said or if if you're a backer and you didn't back enough to be a planet then you just get to be a frozen corpse (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean it could be at at a level in which you get the game you're as because you are a backer you can be one of the random corpses that can be flying uh, through the infinite vastness of space and someone can just come across your your dead body. That'd Which would funny. also mean you need like a windshield wiper module. <laughs> oh, there's that. Uh, <laughs> like dead bugs. Or some kind of what was it on a train? A cow catcher? What was that thing? The thing where... Yeah. It, yeah. Yes, like on the front. Yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh god. Space just full of dead bodies. <laughs> it's full of floating dead bodies. Jim, did you unlock everything yet, by the way? Yep. All right, so we're just waiting for you to rejoin the party. Oh, okay. Now there we go. Maybe. Maybe? Oh, there it is. Okay, there great. We go. Awesome. Let's do this. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, that's a lot more stuff. You're absolutely right. So let's. So, all right, so we so, gotta pick the right. So ship. people don't get overwhelmed. That's why I start off with a small number of um, rooms that you can't go wrong with, really. No, that's totally fair. Yeah, that's that's totally fair. So, like, there's some rooms now that uh, will increase how fast we can run around the the ship, which is great. But if you're not using it correctly, then it can be like a wasted resource. Right. 
double laser. Boom. <laughs> oh. We have batteries. So maybe we should just have two guns. Just just two weapon rooms. Just because we only have so many people to run around the ship. That's true. And if one person's handling shields, one person is handling the bridge, that only leaves two guns anyway. Yeah, I mean, this is the exact kind of thinking that I would like players to uh, to be going through. I mean, actually, if people want to play it like a lovers in a dangerous space time where you can just go to any module, I'm, I'm fine with that. But I think some of the more coordinated teams will definitely start taking on roles. They will already have decided, like, I'm going to unlock this part of the skill tree. Um, I'm going to cover this area of the ship. Right, exactly. Uh, let's see. We have do we have two battery rooms. Oh, do we have any energy chargers? I don't think we have an energy charger. Hang on. Hey, guys. Energy charger. Yeah. I have a pet issue. I'll be back. Oh, okay. Whoops. That's okay. Uh, let me. So that was the. Let me let me move the holographic medic over here. So now we have an energy charger and two batteries. Damage, drones, a shotgun, a laser, cruise speed, a, sh- a shield. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, it does look good. I'm, I'm thinking uh, take out the damage up, maybe put in uh, another repair drone in there. Okay, doke. Wow. Yeah, that works. Oh, you do it. All right. Uh, I quite like putting the damage up ones in a corridor so that uh, people just keep on triggering it as they're running around. But let, let's go with the, the repair drones because we've needed those in the past. All right, I will... I'm running for the batteries. I'll start driving the ship. I mean, not that we need much driving, but... uh... Oh, my gosh. Whoa! Ah, Okay. So those uh, uh, lasers do a ton of damage, but... uh, they Whoop. burn through the energy. Uh, they actually buy, burn through the energy faster than anything, so you can actually see it going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though that. we've got uh, plenty of reserve power. Again, that shotgun. Yeah. Maybe we should have put the uh, weapons a bit closer, so... Well, oh, crap. Now, Well, now we know. Crap, crap. Yeah, so maybe put the weapon rooms up near the bridge, and then that way they're they're next to each other by the bridge. Right. Okay, I'm going to send out the repair drones. We're one man down, so uh, I don't think this is going to go well for us. Probably not. Oh, die. Okay. Yeah, you saw those lasers basically melted that enemy. That's right. Oh, crap. Okay. Send out the drones. Crap, crap, crap. I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Okay. Okay, good. Got the lasers. I'm on shields. I'm going to start repairing some of these rooms. So do the repair drones repair the hull as well? 
No. At the moment, there's no way of repairing the hull. I, um, I have to be really careful when balancing that because... Uh, right. Uh, I, I don't want the game to be too easy. Um, what might happen is that... You know how they were like, uh, you're only allowed one type of laser gun, you're only allowed one type of missile gun, you're only yeah. allowed two types of shell guns? Well, I think I'd quite like to have a a type of room called, like, a super room. And you're only allowed one super room, but I have, like, some... Uh, one of those is, like, really good shields. Like, far better than all the others. One of those is, like, a really good weapon. One of them will repair your hull. And it will mean that people will be able to be like, right, we're allowed one speciality room, like, one room that's overpowered. What one would we like? And I think it might make... People have to pick... Make interesting choices. Right, yeah. Oh, oh, why? okay. I was like, we're stopped, I don't know. <sighs> no, so that, that was me. I mean, while it's nice to try and keep away from the uh, enemy um, at the moment, because it's just um, the laser guns are so far away from the enemy. Oh, oh, oh we died. Oh, man. <laughs> now, are, are there going to be like boarding actions like can people board your ship and then you gotta fight them is that gonna is that gonna be a thing that can happen potentially so uh, I mean there's nothing that's off the table at the moment um, I need to make sure that it's um, it's well balanced I mean people really like that in in FTL um, but then the logical next question is you know can I board enemy ships and then it starts to break down at that point because then the enemy ships are moving around so fast, they're off the screen. How would that even work? Mm. Um, but, I mean, I'd definitely love to see some, uh, at least on one level, you know, some enemies board the ship and uh, you have to, you know, somehow defend against them. Uh, I think that would be uh, fantastic. So to do another thing, do we, have to, do we have to quit the game and restart it? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's stay safe. Yeah, let's try that. All right, I'm cleaning the game. I'm going to restart it now. Dave and Dex made a game. I'm sorry, I got your game confused with another game that I played like nice, 20 minutes before the podcast that came out today that was made in Unity, and so I got confused. All right, I've started a match. Jim, are you back yet? I wonder what the pet issue was. <laughs> Hopefully it's something serious. <laughs> well, if we do the three of us, will there be an AI that fills in the fourth spot? Yes. yes. All right, let's do that. All right, what ship haven't we done yet? I don't think we've done this one. This, yeah, let's try one of the vertical ones. Uh, get slightly different shields. Uh, this one's quite a nice, it's a fast one. It turns really fast. Uh, but has win. a downside that doesn't have a huge amount of room. Oh, missiles. So those are really powerful, the missiles. Um, the, they don't work like the other ones. The missiles are guided, and what happens is they slowly load over time, and then when someone enters the room, they'll deploy all of the missiles at once. Oh, jeez. Uh, so it, it, it works mechanically slightly different to the to others, but uh, I think there'll be an interesting thing to add. So I put all the weapons and the, and the 
energy thing right near each other. That way you just run back and forth. Yeah. Um, and so let me switch this around, Brian. Uh, okay. Put the battery room at the edge so that you don't have to run to the room. It's just there. It's passive. Okay. Yep. Got it. So we need a repair room now. So maybe we'll put one up by the weapons and one yeah. on the other side. I dig it. I dig it. Let's yeah, do it. It looks good. Hold up, hold up. Oh, oh too late. I was going to say we ha- we put the small shield on and that's that's um, a more powerful shield, but it's also a lot smaller. Yeah, it, that's, it's a pretty hard shield to use. Uh, I'm pleased I'm not the one looking after the shield. <laughs> so there you can see right, the, I'll, all the I'll, see what I can I'll, do. I'll do the shield. You guys do the... I chose the shield. I'll deal with it. You guys do the weapons. Boing. I really like that warble effect. Yeah, that's uh, it's done with a shader, so I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to... Uh, I'm actually going to turn around. Ship. Let's get into a bit of combat. I like those homing missiles. Those are fun. Oh man, they got taken out by the. Oh, by the. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yikes. Whew. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're doing pretty good on shields. Yeah, it does take a bit of finesse to move to where they need to be, but. Once you kind of get a handle on it, it's not super bad. Oh, damn, 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 damn. Damn, damn, damn. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was big. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Whew. <laughs> I think now that we're being a bit more organized, we're having like uh, more sensible compositions for the yeah. ship. It's starting to be um, a bit manageable. Yeah, totally. I think that we... Uh, yeah, we're kind of getting it. Yeah. Is this a repair? Ooh. This is the repair shields. Okay, good. Oh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that's a big one. Yeah, I really like that shield effect. That is really, really great. I mean, obviously you understand that, uh, you know, there's no kind of like big explosions on the enemies, you know, none of the enemies explode when they die there's no explosions and that will all come and right. i have some great ideas for the the shields because when they actually get like destroyed i want them to kind of like blast away have these nice particle effects Ooh, or have um, them shatter like glass something like yeah. that yeah oh that'd be great um so at the moment they kind of just like sudden suddenly appear and they suddenly break and uh that it irks me a little but uh you know, it just adding graphics and stuff. It's just time. Yeah, of course. Oh, good. Oh, boy. 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 Whew. Kill it. Kill it. Make it dead. Okay. That's a Working on it. 
Okay, that's a big one. Okay. So, yeah, right now, folks, we're actually doing pretty well uh, because we organized the rooms in such a way. I think we're actually surviving. Maybe this might be the longest we've survived so far. Definitely. I mean, we've only taken 20 damage. And what? this is a pretty weak ship, so, uh, you know, we are doing good. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Get some lasers on those. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> Whew. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, geez. What is that thing? Okay. Yeah, there's a wide variety of disgusting-looking space beasts <laughs> coming at us from all corners and uh, shooting all sorts of things at us. Now, one thing that would be really creepy would be, like, if these biological things would, like, shoot a thing that would latch onto your ship. You know, that'd be cool. Oh, I'd love that. Uh, I'd love to animate them. It's, it, it will definitely come one day. I um, I love the idea of them kind of, like, organically, like, moving just, just a little bit so you can tell that they are, you know, biological. Um, in my mind, I'd, if you think back to, like, StarCraft... Um, one of the buildings in that had this like huge, I don't know, bulbous thing, and you could kind of see that there were like aliens moving underneath it occasionally. Uh, and I'd, I'd quite like to do that kind of thing. I think that'd look pretty neat. Oh damn! Sorry, <laughs> got hit a little bit. But yeah, right now the art is very colorful. It's very stylish, very vibrant. Yeah, it looks really great. Dex, who does the art, makes really fantastic, like, um, family-friendly art. And, uh... Yeah. yeah. I, I can see, like, you know, families getting together, you know, playing with their kids, all kind of building little spacecraft together. Right. Yeah, especially since you can do... Can you do four players on one machine? Yes, definitely. Oh, that's wonderful. We might have covered that earlier. I'm just remembering the two players on one and two players on another, which is already awesome. But, oh, shit, crap. Okay. <laughs> the shield, oh, man, we took some damage. I'm really trying to be the goalie and, like, catch all that stuff before it hits us. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this strong shield's working really well for you. I'm uh, definitely going to give it a nerf. <laughs> Thanks oh. a set of one, and I'm going to give it a nerf after this stream. <laughs> oh, no. It's working, it's working so well. Oh. <laughs> I would actually suggest for this particular shield, giving it, say, one and a half uh, on each side. That way it has less of a, maybe reduce its, uh, its strength a little bit, but... Increase its range by half a pip on each side of it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, that's uh, it's definitely uh, possible. I, I was just watching. I think the recovery time is just far too high on it. Like as soon as it gets hit, uh, it only takes like half a second for it to kind of go back to normal. And I think that's. I was yeah, like, yeah, it's probably a little too powerful, but yeah. But but if you balance that by giving it a little bit of extra range, so it takes more hits eventually then that, that sort of balances out that. Makes it a little bit easier and accessible to use, but it's rewarding to do so because you still have that extra strength. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. oh geez. Okay. Uh, I'm going to release all the missiles because I think that... Uh, 
I was going to say, who's those on Gimp? definitely overpowered as well. Oh, those are super overpowered. Oh, my God. Because they, they track things down and they just do, like, huge amounts of damage. It's uh, it's pretty brutal for the enemy. Oh, oh, we got hit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I can see this getting more and more chaotic as as time goes on, especially with only four people. Well, I mean, remember that um, in the actual campaign, we'll be trying to complete missions while these kind of enemies are attacking us. So, you know, we might be mining asteroids or, uh, you know, running away from something or chasing something or defending something, um, which means that, that, you know, it's taking away more manpower, you know, because at, at the moment, we're kind of doing okay, you know, mostly using the weapons and shields and occasionally going and getting the repair droids out. Um, actually, I'll get the holographic medic out. I think uh, some of us need a bit of healing. How can you tell what our health is? Oh, ow. So there's a tiny little bar underneath, um, and that will definitely change. It's just uh, for most of us, it's like a green bar. Oh, I oh, see actually, it. I see it, it on, on when, you, when you've got full health, it doesn't display it. So that's why you, you didn't notice it until now. Um, right. Oh, sorry. God damn it. <laughs> so, folks, I'm angling the shields uh, within, what is it, six quadrants? Yes. Six quadrants, six sections. Would they, would they still be called quadrants if it's six of them? Oh, I think quad means four, so probably yeah, not. Yeah, probably not. Uh Six areas, six effective areas, and uh, and it covers like a bubble around the ship, but you got to time it. Oh, man, I'm doing bad right now. But you got to time it so you're at the right spot so you cover your hull from getting hit. You know, it's kind of like you're aiming the shields at the right spot. And this small shield is... A bit funky in that it takes kind of precise uh, maneuvering to put it just where you want it. The other shield was a bit um, weaker, but easier to do. Easier to do this. Yeah. Is it? Oh no! Oh no! This one has the highest skill ceiling, doesn't it? Yeah. This one definitely. Yeah. yeah. This one definitely takes more finesse. Definitely. But once you got it down, like you have. Um, pretty powerful. Now there's so now the weapons work differently as well. Like some take longer or harder to aim properly than others. Oh uh, yeah, so you can see um, with this um, shell gun that we've got, it doesn't. It takes a bit of time to move around. It, this is quite a fast one, but uh, lots of the other guns actually have rotation time. Um, oh, so yeah. again, it, it, that's that's the same dilemma of. You know, do you want a easy to use weapon that might not be as effective, or do you want one that requires a bit of practice? But once you've really got it, you can kind of squeeze the damage out of it. Right. Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap! And <laughs> hey, we're getting more stuff on the screen now, folks. Oh man. So just to show how um, like how little has been worked on this game is 
it only got its name Undercrewed a few weeks back. Oh. I did I did a, a poll on Twitter um, with a few names that I'd come up with, and Undercrewed was the uh, the one that people voted for, which was my favourite one because uh, it really matched the um, the story that I was going for, and uh, mm. it also it made me feel like you know. Undercrewed. It makes you feel like you're the the underdog, and you want to go and help, and that there's a, a situation that needs dealing with. So, exactly. Yeah, very happy with the name. It also reminds me of a game we're actually playing next or this month. Fudge. The captain is dead. Oh yeah, I've not heard of that game. That is a it's a board game. Uh, it has a tabletop uh, simulator version as well. And that is uh, a game we'll be playing later this month. Crap, uh, cool. crap, 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 crap. So um, we mentioned FTL a lot, but actually the original idea from this game actually came from a board game. Is uh, I used to love playing uh, Space Cadets. And ah, yes. Yeah, so everyone has their own role. You know, you've got someone doing weapons, you've got the captain. And that's probably the biggest influence on at least the start of the game. Um you know, I I really loved I really loved how when you were winning you were shouting at your team and when you were losing you were shouting at your team um, <laughs> for entirely different reasons. But yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you worked on other games before this, or is this your first? Oh, uh, so I uh, I've, me and Dex have done lots of web games uh, before. So okay, uh, you know when I was. Uh, when I was younger at school, we always used to play like flash games uh, on the internet at lunchtime. And if you ever wonder who makes those games, yeah, it's made by people like me and Dex, and uh, they're massively successful. Like people are playing them all the time. Uh, oh wow! Like, literally all the time. Oh, that's great. What are, what are they called? Yeah. What are they? Uh, yeah, we've got a total smash out. Um, which is uh, like um, gladiators trying to knock each other off of a, um, huh. a, a stand with those little like foam mallets. We've got uh, Matchem, which is a, a puzzle game. Um, we have to like match all these tiles together, um, oh, wow. and then loads of others. We did uh, Blobber Clobber. We did Anatomy Attack, and yeah, put them online. And uh, where can one find these? Or do you want um, to... uh, they're on my website. They're on Newgrounds. They're on any of those kind of websites. So yeah, I put them on uh, DaveTech.co.uk. That's probably the best place for people to find them. Yeah, send me a link oh, to that so I can. Died. Oh wow, that we lasted a while though. We we did. I'd uh, yeah. I was I got distracted. I was talking and uh, I stopped repairing things. So did I. My wife texted me and so. <laughs> And it was something very important, so I was like, oh, God. And then, like, yeah, we lost the shields. Uh, interesting, the number is going up in uh, the yeah. HP. Now, interestingly, uh, it just crashed on me again. Oh, huh. oh do send me that one, because I, I don't know why that sure. happened. A, an interesting uh, reason why it's now counting downwards is um, when you're sending um, internet communications, um, you can... You say, like, I'm going to send you a number between, let's say, uh, zero and 255. And if it goes below zero, it will wrap around back to 255. So I'm sending a number between, like, 
uh, minus something 16,000 and plus 16. Oh. When you die, it's wrapping back around to the other. So you think you've got HP. Oh man, sorry about that. Like, the game is loading, so it totally screwed up the sound for a second. Sorry, folks. Uh, we should probably start. Ra- we should probably start winding up, though, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, because I'm super tired, as I'm sure you are. Oh my god, it's like what three in the morning, two thirty in the morning right now. Yeah, it's quarter to three, but I feel uh, very awake now. I'm. Uh... Oh man, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but I, I'd say that was a good tour of the game, though. Uh, yeah. what's, and what's there right now? Again, folks, the game is called Undercrude. Whoa, why, yeah. did I, why did my voice do that? It's called Undercrude. Wow. Uh, I'm a teenager. My voice is breaking. It's called Undercrude. Um, it's called Undercrude. It is on Kickstarter right now, and it, def- it definitely needs your help. So please head over yeah. there. Uh, there's a link um, in the event. For YouTube and Twitch, there will be a link on the MP3 um, post on the website in a day or two. Uh, and, and I did link the Kickstarter in the stream chat, so right. if you're watching this, you have already seen it. Just yeah. go back to the beginning and you'll see it there. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So, uh, just a couple quick programming notes before we wrap up. Uh, this Thursday, on the LAN party, we are going to be uh, shooting and running over zombies in Gas Guzzlers Extreme, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, yeah, zombie mode is the best thing in that game. Yeah, that's what we're going to be playing. And then uh, next Tuesday, we're going to be playing some EVE Online, if you'd like to join us, and talking about uh, past, present, and possibly future uh, space massively multiplayer online, massively multiplayer online games. Um, there have been a lot... A lot of them have failed. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna as we play Eve and futz around in that. We're gonna be playing that. So, uh, David, I want to thank you for especially coming on in the middle of the night your time to uh, talk to us about your game. Uh, this was a lot of fun, and I could definitely see. I think the only thing I would ask for, I guess, is a spectator mode. Really, that way we can oh, do like yeah. tournaments and stuff. Like who, which crew lasts longer, and then like we can have comment commentary on how the crew is doing and stuff. Like as we stream. So if that, uh, I, sorry, come. No, I was gonna say if that's a possibility, that would be really great. <laughs> so actually, there is a a, uh, a way that that could be done at the moment, oh. um, because even though I keep in sense a four player game uh, at the moment, that version you are playing will allow, I don't know how many people, probably 255 people uh, <laughs> to play. Uh, and four's the maximum at the moment, but uh, if you... Uh, I thought that what was going to happen is I was just going to stand there so I could see what you were doing and I was going to let uh, four other people play. Uh, so, yeah, you, you could definitely... It would be really easy to broadcast uh, it around. Oh, man, yeah, that would be fantastic if we could, like, like have tournaments and stuff, see who lasts longest, how, the best score, that kind of thing. Are there going to be scoreboards and stuff? Is that is that a plan? Very potentially. And I've always loved games like um, Orcs Must Die, 
where you can see how well your friends did. Yeah, and yeah. Because you, you always get that like rivalry. Like, you're like, oh, he's been playing the game. He beat my score. Um, yeah. So it, it is something I'd, I'd love to do. I don't, I don't know how I'd even go about scoring people's games. Should it be like how fast they do it? How many uh, people they kill? Yeah, that would... Yeah, like how long they lasted, how much they killed, how maybe how much damage they did. You know, mm. that, that sort of... Like damage per minute... Maybe something yeah, like or, that, or even how how many systems they repaired over the course of the the run. Yep, you could give them bonuses for using like a, a, or having empty slots or using like bad rooms. Ooh. Oh, if they gimp themselves, yeah, yeah. I like that. challenge mode of sorts. Yeah, I like yeah. that. See if like anyone can like complete it with only using like four rooms. Well, we could probably talk about this all day, but we're going to let y'all go. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. And to our Kickstarter backers, uh, thank you for help keeping the lights on. We've got some ideas for some new tiers in the works. I just need to do some logistics. Patreon. Patreon. What did I say? (laughs) You said Kickstarter. That's okay, though. Oh, my God. I could not imagine running a Kickstarter campaign. That's like another job. It really is. No, to our Patreon backers, uh, we've got a couple of tiers in the works that will actually give actual rewards because uh, we want to make this channel even better, and we could definitely use your help. So uh, keep an eye out for that. But to our existing Patreon subscribers, thank you very much for helping keep the lights on around here. And for everyone who's watching and listening and interacting in the chat rooms, we really appreciate it. And we'll see you all next time. Have a great night, everybody. Bye-bye.